what better of a life can you say you have than someone in your top five or in your top six on Spotify knows you by name? It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Welcome to another episode of the greatest movie review podcast in all of podcast history. It's a little presumptuous. Movies that don't but... suck and some that do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we got two, count them, two more movies that we are going to review, plus having a new segment. And then at the end of this, Chris is going to tell us the dream he had last night about covering me in uh, baby oil, which is weird. He keeps telling me about this. Calm down. I told you that in confidence. Oh, we will not be talking about that. That will be after the cameras. Uh, uh, join our Patreon if you want that story. Anyway. <laughs> Coming up today, first movie that we are going to be reviewing this week is going to be Dream Scenario. It is the, uh, what is it, the sixth movie, third movie, fourth movie, fifth movie? How many movies have we put out this year it's so been, far? It's been uh, this, one second, I have it as a fact. This is the sixth Nicolas Cage movie of the year. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, and this is Nick Cage. That was your... Thank yeah. You. <laughs> Thank you. Can you just stop stalling and answer the question? What is your third favorite movie of all time? Paddington 2. What? Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, Paddington 2. Connect those dots. I mean, I don't want to be a snob, but... I cried through the entire thing and made me want to be a better man. Bullshit, Mom! Paddington 2 is incredible. I fucking told you. And I don't want to be a snob. Uh, so we're going to actually, um, we're watching Wonka next week. The guy directed Paddington 1 and Paddington 2 is directed Wonka. So. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully he does a good job. Yeah. I, I have <laughs> I, you got to live up to Paddington 2 being called the greatest movie, one of the greatest <laughs> movies of all time by Pedro Pascal yeah. and Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. Um, also in this movie, uh, Lily Bird. Oh, wait a minute. Did I not get one for Lily Bird? Because mm-hmm. I couldn't find one if I could correct. Am I yeah. correct? You're right. Yeah, Julian Nichols. Yes, Julian Nicholson was. Uh, Julian Nicholson sits in this movie as well. Is that new suit? Flashy, you know. Those lapels, that tapering. I see you got a nice new gold watch there, too. What are you getting at, Marianne? I'm not getting at anything. Marianne? Hmm? You're dressing differently. You're walking differently. You're getting manicured. Uh, I'm walking differently. Yeah, I think you are. Your head and your shoulders, the way you carry yourself, you're changing, John. I might be getting older, but but I'm not changing. It's Jimmy Bolton that's changing you. Ah, Ever since you locked arms with that guy, you've changed. I can see it like a nose on my face. He's bad news, John. You're walking differently. Yeah, so yeah, that's from um, that's from uh, White Deer from what's the movie called? With a opposite oh, Black Mass, Black Mass, Black Mass. See, the thing is, I went through her entire collection. Like, I could not find where she talked more than like a minute 
in a row when I was you, trying you, to collect you, you, you the clip. Good job. You collected it. You found it. Good job. Oh my god, it took forever. That was like it hurt. That one clip took me about ninety minutes to find. I'm not gonna lie. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, also in this film, uh, the wonderful a man who he's in so many movies, even in the background, and I don't think he gets enough props for it. So therefore, I had to play, I had to give you a clip of what I think his best lead comedy movie of all time, where he's the lead. Okay, very fine. My favorite, the one, the only, Mr. Ladies Man himself, Tim Meadows. And I read, what is love? What is this longing in our hearts for togetherness? Is it not the sweetest flower? Does not this flower of love have the fragrant aroma of fine, fine diamonds? Does not the wind love the dirt? Is not love not unlike the unlikely not it is unlikened to? Are you with someone tonight? Do not question your love. Take your lover by the hand. Release the power within yourself. You heard me, release the power. Tame the wild cosmos with a whisper. Conquer heaven with one intimate caress. That's right, don't be shy. Whip out everything you got and do it in the butt. Yeah, yeah. That's from Ladies Man. Ladies Man! Yeah. There's so many different... I, I, I think I watched half that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get a clip of that one. Uh, also, there are a bunch of other actors in there, so they're awesome, like Dylan Baker's oh, in Dylan this. Oh, Dylan Baker's play. great, yeah. yeah. Dylan Baker's great. Uh, Maeve Beauty's in it. Um, David Klein is in it. Uh, Jessica Clement, who was in a recent movie that we just reviewed as well. But for some reason, I had this stuck in my head the moment I saw him in the movie. Mr. Michael... Sarah. Fuck up, Jason. We're playing a game, man. Say cheese, baby. Hey, hey, is this coke smell funny? Oh, fuck, Michael. Fuck, 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 shit, motherfucker. Fuck, dude. I've never fucking done cocaine, dude. What is the fucking? Well, you did the best shit possible for your first time, because that's good. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm nervous, dude. I don't know what's wrong with you. Look, he's freaking out. I've never done this fucking drug before, man. I will walk you through it. Mike, no one. I'll be your guide. You're so always, you got something in your mustache, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, this is from uh, this is the end where Michael Sarah plays the fucking craziest character. <laughs> I know, and it's him. He plays himself yeah, yeah. as the craziest yeah. character. But uh, uh, by any means, I, I had to play that clip. Uh, so, anyways, this is the movie called Dream Scenario. It is uh, Nicolas Cage's uh, first A24 movie. We're going to be reviewing that here in just a little bit. And then, of course. The biggest news of the last two weeks, it came over from a place called Japan. I've been there. And it, and it, I know you've been there. I, I should have fucking pulled, I should have pulled pictures of you from Japan. I know I could have deep dived in your Facebook and got some. I'll, I'll actually do that here in a minute. Anyway, the, the one, the only, the man that he, he's such a big name in the world. He's only named once. Godzilla. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla. Now, Godzilla minus one is the film. And now, uh, I would have pulled, um, uh, you know, uh, 
I would have pulled clips for the the people acting in this movie, but I don't speak Japanese um, or or whatever language most of them are talking. I know uh, some of them are multiple different. Yeah. Like I know one's a Korean actor, one's a Japanese actor, yeah. one's you know. So I don't want to I don't want to diss them. Try to act like I know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't pull any clips of those guys. But here again, just for your for your listening pleasure, Godzilla. There we go. All right, Chris, tell them where they can find us. You can find us on onlymoviesdon'tsuck.net. We're at Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. We're at w2mnet.com. Go to w2mnet.com. You'll find us there. One of the bunch of the cool podcasts. We're at Instagram at MTS Podcast. We're on uh, X at MTS Podcast. A good Patreon comments on streams don't suck. You'll find us there along. You can give us a, a dollar or two. We will start doing extra stuff if we can have subscribers. Uh, if you guys want uh, merch with our. Chris yeah. will get naked for money, people. Chris will get naked for money mm-hmm. every day of the week. Maybe. Um, go, go to bonfire.com. Search streams don't suck. It's something if you want to. A shirt with our logo on it. Uh, we're also, uh, on, you know, if you're watching this Facebook and like that page, you're watching YouTube. So Hudson, subscribe. And if you want to listen to us on a podcast app, just hit that subscribe button. So every time it's uploaded on Monday, it'll be waiting for you. Neil, what do you do for small businesses? For small business, we like to promote you and put you out there because we're just those guys. And we just want to make sure everybody's happy in the world. And so we want to promote today one of a business I have become really good friends with, especially after this past weekend. And that is the one and only Cabin's Boy Brewery. Now, Cabin's Boy Brewery just opened up a new location where I went and helped uh, do the opening for this past weekend. And that is the Cap- uh, Cabin Boy's Brewery Brew Pub. Now, look at the inside. And I want you to know these are my pictures. I took these pictures here. Uh, the guy with the mohawk definitely had to take him. Over 18 beers that they make. Nice. Right there on the tab. Uh, they had a great time. Look at the inside of this place. It is just awesome. It's huge. It's, it feels homey. Like this is a picture I took of the entire, like dude, there's still past that wall. It's still more bar. Like this place is huge. And you know what, Chris, you know where it's at? Where's that? It is downtown Tulsa. Do you know where that right there where it's at? If you go behind where this picture is taking only three blocks, you would go to the most Famous musical venue in all of the Midwest. Kane's. Kane's Ballroom. Okay. Yeah. Is right behind it. So, I mean, great location. They got all kinds of beers. This is uh, Peter Thumlin. They got uh, the Oktoberfest. They still have that going on right now. This is Castelline. Uh, this one is Felix uh, by Temptation. Right now, I am drinking um, the Hallows Triple see if I can get it sort of. Oh, you know what I'll do? Watch this. You can try for ring light. Yep, and then the Hallows Triple Style mm-hmm. Ale as well. Uh, they're good guys. Uh, actually, the owner, um, him and his wife are really cool. It all started because he went out in the middle of the woods and built a cabin. Oh, you didn't take with much. With her family. 
I thought he, he uh, did mushrooms and went out into the woods. No, no, they built this cabin in the middle of the woods with nice. just reused wood. And then his wife was like, well, why don't you do something that you like? And he's like, I, I don't know what to do. And she, he started doing home brewing. Mm. So he, and she was like, why don't you try doing that? Like this Saturday, uh, a person I work with, his name's Josh, Josh. loves Dr. Pepper. Hey, right? right? Me and Josh lived. So yeah. they made him a beer called Dr. Josh. <laughs> hey, it looks like me. <laughs> and it tastes like Dr. Pepper. I'm excited to try it. I want to go there. You go. can't try it. You know why? Because you can only try it in one place and one place only, and that is at <laughs> Cabin Boys Brew Pub. So if you come down to Tulsa, I'll take you and you go try okay, it. Okay. But it can't be canned because the sugars they put in it makes the cans explode. Nice. Okay, so that has to come out of the, yes. draft, the draft. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and they got food too. Look at all the crazy food they got. I had a burger and uh, oops, where did I go? Which went the wrong direction? Nope, went the way way wrong direction. Here we go. Uh, like I, I had a burger and I had uh some homemade potato chips the other day while I was there. I tried their pretzel too. That was fucking fire. But their food is amazeballs. So if you're in the Tulsa area, guys, go to Cabin Boys Brew Pub. It is located at 223 North Main Street. If you're here for, like, Canes and all the above, like, if you're downtown, like, literally, this is the perfect place to go get a bite to eat, get a good cold one. And uh, it's 223 North Main Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Not only do they have the beers, but all the liquor they have in the place is locally made as well, like vodka, rum, whiskey scotch all locally made isn't that awesome so it's not just local beer it's local hard alcohol dope um yes. how close is it to the Bell center is it pretty close uh you can it's three blocks so yeah if you guys want to go to the Bell center and then walk over to the brew pub uh do it because that's it's all in that same area yeah, it's yeah. all in that same area so uh if you want information on them you can go to cabinboysbrewery.com or go to facebook at cabin boys brew pub dope that's uh so uh your face is dope and you made me hungry now so thanks for fucking long no. well dude what do you expect the only places i go are bars or food or venues so i mean um all the venues, I think we've covered like at least ten times. You can't now. do canes again. <laughs> huh? uh, you can't do canes again, or you can do. I mean, yeah. Have you I can do canes a hundred times. I love canes, yeah. uh, but the same time, you need to, uh, you know, tell me where you go places. Send me some info. Okay, I'll send you some stuff. I want. And people, if you're listening, just send us information. If there's a place you like going and you just want people to know about it, let us know, man. We'll be more than happy to promote it right here in front of our uh, thousands of downloaders that, you know, come out a week. We want to support local. We love supporting local. That is a thing, a passion of ours. It is. Oh, all right, man. Uh, all right, Chris. I think it's time. Let's do it. Let's, do it. let's talk about movies. Let's talk about Dream Scenario, uh, directed by Christopher Borgley. He's directed a bunch of shorts. One called uh, the one's called Softcore, one called the Atruist, one called Ear, and uh, a movie called Sick of Myself. But this is a dream scenario starring the during the ever present, the ever bubbly, the ever beautiful Nick Cage. Thank you. And, uh, it's also stars Julian Nicholson. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Nick Cage with Paul Matthews. Also stars Julian Nicholson as Janet Matthews. That new suit. Also, uh, this stars Tim Meadows as Brett, 
And I read, What is love? And this also stars Michael Sarah as Trent. Fuck up, Jason. We're playing a game, man. Say cheese, baby. That's one who says cheese, baby. Uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for Dream Scenario? Dream Scenario. Nicholas Stage stars as Paul Matthews, a listless family man and tender professor with an affinity for evolutionary biology and anxiety regarding his own anonymity. One day, he discovers he has begun to appear in other people's dreams at an exponential rate. As in life, his presence in these dreams is vinyl and non-intrusive. He's simply just there, staring indefinitely at the fantasies and nightmares of strangers. Nonetheless, he becomes an overnight celebrity and is soon showered with the attention he has long been denied. But when Paul encounters a dreamer whose visions of him differ subtly from the norm, he finds himself grappling with the fascination bargain of fame and his dream selves start and now become violent within the respective subconsciousness. So this is a comedy? <laughs> I guess you call it. Is it a comedy? Like, I was okay, this is the problem. I couldn't figure out what the fucking, what, what the, uh, I can understand what it was. I needed to rewatch it again. I feel like this is one of those movies I didn't grab what it was until halfway through the movie. And then when I finally got it, I got it and I was in. But if I would have known what it was when I started, I think I would have got more out of it. I think I'd call it dark comedy. Like, like not as dark as it could be. But okay, cool. It's a dark comedy. Because at first, I thought it was just a sad, sad, sad fucking movie. <laughs> like, I did not think to laugh at any of it. I was just like, wow, this is depressing as fuck. Like, I was going Requiem with a dream style with this, oh, man. Yeah. Like, but, like, it's it's... It's ridiculous. It's it's a social satire too. It's like look at you know like the uh, the world when it comes to how you deal with fame. You know, uh, right? And I no, I get the whole. I get the the idea. Of this is like you have to deal with fame and uh, all about cancel culture as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which Shreve mentions in the <laughs> when he's talking to Timos. Now I want to say that Nick Cage. He's just so good in everything. Everything he does, he's just so good in it. And he's great in this, too. Um, uh, it's Nicolas Cage. Like, literally, the guy... All right. Yes, he's had bombs. But guess what? He's not the guy to be like, you know what? I bombed. I'm done. Yeah, no. I guess I'm done with acting. No, he just does it. He could have five bombs in a row. And it doesn't matter. He's going to keep acting because he is an actor. He's only wanted to be his act, an actor his entire life. His entire family, I mean, his original name, what is it? Um, the Francis uh, Coppola. Coppola. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's related to the Coppolas, which is, is like a dynasty in the Hollywood area. And by any means, I believe no matter what he puts out, he's still going to be around acting. He'll be acting till he's dead. So people were saying this was one of Nick Cage's most bonker roles, and I, I don't think he's bonkers in this. I think he's, I think he's pretty down to earth in this one. You know, as much as it, the movie itself is a wild concept. Like just like 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 when I heard the concept, you know, like I had I had to see this right. Um, mm-hmm. And knowing Nick Cage was the leading, it, I was like, yeah, I definitely had to see this. Uh, so um, I liked it. Um, 
Now, uh, there's some criticism, especially always saying that they didn't do enough with the cool premise. What's your thoughts on that? They didn't what? Do enough with the cool premise. Like the premise itself is just so intriguing. Do you think they could have done more with it? I feel like, okay. This is what I think. Mm-hmm. I think the movie takes a turn because basically of uh, the character's guilt. I'm not going to say of what, when, where, and why, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, that's basically why the character turns or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have made it more like he was Beatlemania. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there should have been when he was popular, they should have made it overly popular, even though they filled up a classroom and they did a, I, I'm trying to remember some of the other parts that they did, like where people are taking pictures outside his house. But I still really feel like when he got on the airplane, there should have been like a, a thousand people running after him, you know, like, <laughs> You know, I think maybe if they counteract the the build up as much as the fall, they could have done it a little bit more. And the other problem is not, and the problem, I don't believe is Nicolas Cage in this movie because I, I did have a problem. No, he's with fantastic in this movie. He's, he's great. Yeah. I don't think it's Nicolas Cage that's the problem. I just think every character didn't seem like it meant shit. <laughs> like um, him and his wife have conflict throughout the movie. Yeah, they do. And it, I, I didn't feel like it meant shit. So you, like, you, you didn't have the uh, emotional attachment to the the relationships of the characters themselves. Like you didn't care uh, between him and his wife and his daughter, him and his boss. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I think every single character or whatever. I didn't feel the connection back to him. You know what I'm saying? Like there are several points in the movie. I do feel it. Like, uh, there's a scene with the daughters that you're kind of like, Oh, that Mm -hmm. sucks. I think they should have gone a little more in on one of the directions, just a little bit more. So I, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I, I go into this every movie with Nick Cage with high expectations. I wasn't let down, but I was also kind of like, Okay, that's it. I saw it. <laughs> like, I walked out, I was like, that's the movie I saw. And it wasn't, and, it's not bad at all. And I, I, I enjoyed parts of this movie, but there are parts that are kind of extra. You know what I mean? Like, like they didn't, yeah. they didn't have the part. And, you know, like, uh, it just sort of fizzles out. You know? It's, it does. And the ending isn't like, the ending was like, it made me like, okay, that's it. So like it it it, it didn't make it gave me that feeling of when you watch a movie and it just seems like this is the day of a guy. Yeah, it kind of it kind of fills it out in the third act a little bit. Like it, like it, like third mm-hmm. act it wasn't it didn't like throw it off the rails and it just sort of like okay, well that's the end of it. Um, but I didn't dislike this movie at all. I just don't think that there there were heaping heaping praise onto this. And I'm like, no, it's a solid movie. That's fine. And Nick Cage does what Nick Cage does, which is either act completely bonkers or do a right. pretty fucking good job. I, I don't, people were talking about like this Nick Cage is like Oscar and no, it's not Nick Cage Oscar, but it's a good movie. I don't know if it's Oscar or not, uh, but I know that it, it's like literally, I, I love the character he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know, man, it's good. It's the best fucking 
performance I've seen, even in 2023, is the best movie, is the best performance I've seen in 2023 of even him. <laughs> I yeah. don't think so. I think, I, so honestly, like, if I had to think about the best performance this year, it's. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> Chris, or or Chris. or it's I will fuck you. But it's not that. It's this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's none of that. None of that. But uh, yeah, uh, let's get a few quotes in, and uh, we'll give our rating and move on. Sounds good. Why didn't I do anything? Why am I just standing there all the time? You made yourself a target when speaking when you're not supposed to. Get the analogy now. The reason. You've been as my mind is. You've been in my dreams lately as well. Do you think I'm that cool? You think I could emotionally take on an affair? Well, I guess I'll uh, see you in my dreams. Show up on a horse with a huge penis. Oh wait a minute. Who has the who has a huge penis? Me or the horse? <laughs> I have to kill you now. I hope I was behaving in those dreams. No, 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 you're not. Not at all. One idea we had was that to have Obama dream about you. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that your cat? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's my cat. I told you I have animals. Okay, guys, I'm watching animals right now. They're all fighting each other. I don't like any of it. Sorry to hear animals in the background. Nothing I can do. Um, you're just so fucking stupid. You overknow that. But you already know that. They had come bad dreams, and now they're not showing up to class. Trauma is a trend today. Everybody has trauma. You know what they call you? They call you Freddy Cougar at my school. We could probably get you on Rogan. You know, you could talk about your time. I laughed so fucking hard at that. So much. Now you can randomly dream of a 15-year-old Korean boy. Mm-hmm. I am your nightmare is not your title. Guess it's better than dream scenario. I wish this was all real. All right, that's yeah. it. Uh, my score on this is probably 3.6, 3.7. It, it wasn't, it didn't move myself. God, gosh, dang, I was so afraid that you're going to super love this movie and I'm going to have to fucking bash it to the ground in front of you. Um, I, I have to go 3. Point. Three point. I'm gonna have to go with three point five. All right. Um, I thought I didn't know what what this movie was mm-hmm. for. Like the first, like I said, I didn't know what this movie was for the first twenty to thirty minutes, and then after that, I finally caught on to the humor of it. Mm-hmm. But it was just so like it was just like I don't think they balanced the whole. Him being happy, him being sad, him being, you know, whatever. You know, like, uh, I just, I wish it was better. So the, the thing better. is about this movie, and they since A24 made it, it's the first one to Cage, which to me, they seem like a natural fit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, he doesn't. He likes doing weird shit. But H twenty four always puts out more so such interesting stuff, and so I'm glad Dream Scenario exists because I don't think I don't see Warner Brothers making this. I don't see um Disney making this. I only see A twenty four come out of these super fucking weird movies. So I'm glad they exist. But again, it just I, it maybe hyped up for me too much. Uh, but it just didn't it didn't hit the spots I wanted to. Not to say it's a bad movie. It's not. Um, but going no, no. I just think I think I don't know what's in our appearance. Something didn't go right. How yeah. about that? That's the best way to say it. Yeah, yeah. And that's so, <clears throat> something didn't go right. Yeah. So, all right, dude. I'm on RottenTomatoes.com right now. What's the audience score for Dream Scenario? Uh, wait a minute. What are we talking about? Dream Scenario with Nicolas Cage. Just by Christopher. No, <laughs> Just kidding, dude. Don't be a dick. You're a dick. Uh, but uh, I'm going to have to say, with the audience, this is a 73%. Uh, 68%. Damn it! Why uh, am I like five off? I need to get one on the number again. Audience says, Nicholas Cage is great and Dream Scenario starts out strong, although the ending may frustrate about as often as it entertains. Okay. What's the critic score for Dream Scenario? I'm going to say that they're going to mark it at something higher. I think this will be an 81%. It's a 92%. 92? Yeah. Critics consensus is, come to, dream, come to Dream Scenario for career, career highlight work from Nicolas Cage and leave mulling over everything it has to say about pop culture's fickle whims. Um, I'm going to read a, a good review and a bad review. Uh, this is from... Uh, Waylon Barzi of Time Out. He says, Nicholas Cage is everywhere all at once in this dark and brilliantly doolally satire. And this is a, this is a next one's from Alonzo Duralde of Breakfast All Day. He says, if I'd recommend it at all, it would be just see what Cage is doing here, which I think is really terrific. So we all, you, you and everyone can agree that Nicholas Cage is great in this. The movie itself though, is not as great as it could be, right? Right. I, I really, I, I wish it could be better. I love it. I, I love the good old Nicolas Cage. Um, and I, I just want more of Nicolas Cage all the time. Okay, let's just do more of Nicolas Cage, though. Yeah, he's great. And I, I hope that the, uh, that the fickle nature of what people love, uh, that never turns against Nicolas Cage in that one. Because, you know, there was a time when everyone loved Jennifer Lawrence. And then everyone turned against her, and I didn't get it, you know? So. Right, yeah. Like, there, there's sometimes, like, I don't understand when people turn against, like, actors. I don't. If you like them, like them. What the fuck? Yeah. Why did, why, like, one person goes, I don't like that person. And then, like, 94 million people all of a sudden go, like, hey, dude, don't care. Uh, We're going to all hate that yeah, person because that person I'm says they don't like happened. that person. I feel like that happened to Jenna Ortega or something like that. Like, like. Like she, everyone, like she's in everything out of these, and people just get tired. She's of next. Oh, she's next. You think? Yeah, she's next. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Millie Bobby Brown went down, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think about like, like she's gonna be in the Beetlejuice too, and as long as Beetlejuice two is good, people are still love Jenna Ortega, right? I'm all about Jenna Ortega. I think and she's I, awesome. I, I imagine that if Beetlejuice two isn't good, they'll blame her for it. You know. Because she's the only new person yeah, in the yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Chris, it's time to get to the news. Let's get to the news. 
This is the movies that don't suck and some of the news. I'm going to read stuff to Chris. He's either going to have to tell me he likes it, because if he doesn't, I'm going to go to his house and kill him in his sleep. All right, here's some big news uh, today. And uh, let's start off the back with one of the saddest stories that's out there. Uh, you might all know him as Captain Raymond Holt mm. of the series Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm. But Andre Brower has passed away at the age of 61. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty uh, They young. said he just had a brief illness. Yeah, yeah he had Rest. a brief illness. Uh, he's been on everything from Kojak to, I mean, Homicide? to say you've been on Kojak. Homicide, the series. Uh, I mean, the guy's like been like he won and uh he's been nominated twice for emmys uh 99 was the last year on uh which one was that for that was uh kojak homicide life on the street was where he got nominated for the emmys um so i mean uh sorry to his family and friends and all co-workers yeah. and actors that worked with him good. uh he was awesome. one of my favorite parts of brooklyn 99 yeah, yeah, yeah. and he will be missed yeah yeah, he was uh he was definitely so yeah he was young too so it's uh sad right. he was uh, some beard George out. Clooney has stated there is a great script there is a great script for a new Oceans movie oh I thought it was a movie call it Oceans fourteen he wants to come up with a new name what is it gonna be what what's the new name. He doesn't have a title. Oh, okay. He's just saying, I don't want it to be called Ocean's 14. That's fair. Because it's, kind of, it's kind of confusing. And he's asking people to help. It is kind of confusing when you have that going on. You're like, it can't be Ocean's 14. It's got to be something else. Like, like I don't know. I don't know. Seamen. I don't know. Um, um, uh. All right. Dwayne the Johnson. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is a star as the MMA pioneer and UFC champion Mark Gear and Benny Salfa's A24 film, The Sp- Smashing machine. Okay, I mean, we eight twenty four. They just want to do all yeah. the. They want to do all the fighting. They should do a boxing movie next after this one because we're seeing the Von Eller brother movie uh, that aren't caught at the end of this year. So, yeah, Okay. It is now set. Beverly Hills Cop Four is going to be in the summer of twenty twenty four. Should be released either. Late June, early July. Uh, remember, the new cast members include Kevin Bacon, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Taylor Page. Is this going to be released on streaming, or is it going to be a yeah? Stream- oh, so I thought it'd be a theatrical release. It's okay. It's Netflix. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I just remember um, we had a Coming to America two come out on Amazon like a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, forgot about that. James Gunn wants you to know that they're not just cameos in the DC world. They're all going to lead to something. The new DC universe is coming out, and there will be a bunch of different, um, in the new Superman Legacy movie, there's going to be Guy Guardian, Mr. Terrific, Hawk Girl, Metaphorio, and um, they're not going to just be cameos. It's going to go turn into something. He's tired of people using cameos and just getting people in the doors. Okay, so these will be uh, integral to the story, then, these people in Superman Legacy. Okay. All right. Yes. That's cool. (laughs) Yes. Um, Demon Slayer has has announced uh, contact the end of Season 3, that the beginning of Season 4, titled Hashir's Training. The movie will be, uh, there's a new uh, Demon Slayer movie going to be coming out. 
Uh, which now everybody that wears a Demon Slayer t-shirt can have a Demon Slayer 2 shirt, I guess, too. I mean, <laughs> how many Demon Slayer shirts do you see out in public? I see a lot. I, I'm sorry. I see a lot of Demon Slayer shirts out in public. Yeah, I'm sure also a lot of people just think they like the name of it. And you're like, nah, man. Yeah, watch the television program. But yeah, uh, Demon Slayer, whatever. Uh, I see a lot yeah, of them. So- I see a lot of them. It's weird though. Like, do you think someone would have a- so the next? Okay, go ahead. sorry. The one the show that we all care about has been renewed for season two because there's no other show we give two shits and a fuck about that got renewed besides this show. What show is that? That's right. Twisted Metal <laughs> is coming back, baby. Woo woo. That's right. Yeah. Everybody is signed on. So I am so happy about that as well. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've not finished the first season, but but okay. Coyote versus Acme is now being eyed by Paramount and Amazon. They're fighting over the movie. Uh, If you don't know, the uh, Coyote versus Acme is uh, the one that John Cena will be playing in, and more likely if John Cena's in it, it'll make $200 million. I want to see it bad. I was upset that they got dropped by Warner Brothers, I think. (laughs) <laughs> uh, besides his uh, softworks and Marvel games have announced that they are teaming up with Ed Cron Leon, the company behind Deathloop and the Dishonored series to create a mature single player third person version of Marvel's Blade that sounds fucking dope honestly that sounds pretty awesome I know yeah. Because you're going to get swords, you're going to get yeah, swords, yeah, yeah. you're going to get guns, you're going to get the car. You got to get the car at some point, right? Yeah, you get vampires, you get to kill them. That's it's always cool. It's always fun. And it's going to be based more off of the new Marvel Blade that they're working on right now with... Uh, oh, uh, Mashal Ali. Uh, Stephen King has told every writer out there, fuck you, you can't use his work anymore. Yes, the Stephen King's Dollar Baby program has been disbanded. So unfortunately, if you don't know, uh, Stephen King for the last 40 years allowed you to buy his material uh, for $1. He had an official website. You could go there, go there and just get whatever script you wanted, or not script, but story, and make a script out of it and make a movie. Well, that is disbanded. When they confirmed on Stephen King's official website, the Dollar Baby program was disbanded December 2023. Contracts issued before 2023 will be honored and will remain approved for one year from their as per terms of the contract. This will be no Dollar Baby extensions after the first of 2023. So now it costs us uh, tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars. To buy a story from Stephen King, right? That's Correct. Right. Okay, cool. I haven't. Uh, James Wan wants you guys to know that Aquaman 2, Momoa, and Wilson's performance together reminds him of Men in Black. So if you like the humor and the comedy styles of Men in Black, you will like the new Aquaman so, movie. As Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, right? <laughs> okay. No, I mean, Momoa has to be the Will Smith, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wilson will just be the white guy. 
Uh, 100% confirmed this week. Uh, it was rumored before, but yes, it is now 100% confirmed by the man himself, James Gunn, with a photo on the good old Insta. Nicholas Holt is our new Lex Luthor. Okay, yeah. Well, that's cool with the old Lex Luthor or just hang out with him? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Terrifier 3 has started shoot. We'll start shooting after at the in the beginning of Jan- uh, January uh, with people like Chris Jericho, former AEW champion, WWF champion, coming back to replace his role in the movie as well. You must be excited about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I love Jericho. Jericho, baby! Is he the one that the, the, the band Fozzie? Is that him? Is that... Yes. Okay. That good way to go. You don't even know nothing about wrestling any of that. That's awesome. I know you. Uh, Saw so. Ten Rider. <laughs> Saw Ten Riders are not returning for Saw Eleven, mm. and that might be a big problem. Yeah, because Saw Ten was. Let's be honest. Saw Ten was probably the second best in the Saw series, and now they're not gonna. You know. Not like it's in the top three at least. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. top three at least yeah. at minimum. Yeah, and. That's uh, they're not returning, so um, er- everybody's fucked. <laughs> um, Marvel announces that the Black Panther animated series that's coming out later this year is going to be called Eyes of Wakanda. Uh, they have retitled the Spider Man series from Spider Man freshman year because originally it was going to be freshman year, sophomore mm-hmm. year, junior year, mm-hmm. and all that. And it was gonna that's how they're going to tell that story. It is now being called Your Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man as well so this is another one of the shakeups that are going on right now over at marvel ever since everything has kind of flopped in the last couple years Mm -hmm. i mean they had ups and downs let's be honest ups and downs including here's new information captain america brave new world hires a new writer and scheduled additional shoots that uh for mid 2024 oh so be a minute (laughs) so now the new captain america Brave New World is definitely getting um, is going to be added more information to it. So they need to hurry up because we don't know when uh, Harrison's how long Harrison's got. <laughs> oh yeah, Ford. Yeah, he's he's just he's at the point where something happens and it's over. Like he's, he's that old, you know. He just won't wake up one day. You know what I mean? Uh, Amy Whitehouse biopic starring Marissa Albee as the iconic songbird gets a release date finally. It is said that it is going to be coming out May 10th on 2024. That's so pretty, that's pretty we'll be, have that to look forward to. I know. We'll have to look watch that between me getting partying out for my wife's birthday. <laughs> I feel sorry for you, for us trying to figure out the month, month of March and April coming up. I, I, I feel it. sorry. I haven't even thought about I it. I mean, yet. February, I'm out for a week and a half, you know? I'll be in. Oh, my God. It's good. Yeah. I'll be in Texas for a week and a half for WrestleMania. I oh, know. Yeah. It's all your fault. Yeah. It's, we'll figure it out. We'll be good. Uh, James Cameron says Avatar, uh, Avatar 4 is going to have a six year time jump to account for the actors. Ages, who gives a fuck? Hope the movie falls. Anyway, Zack Snyder said he would return and restore the Snyderverse if Netflix owned the rights to his version of the DC Universe. So basically, Snyder said, hey, dude, 
I don't want to work with Warner Brothers ever again. But if Netflix owned it, I would make the Snyderverse. Probably because you like so much making Rebel Moon so much. You know what I mean? You know? Exactly. Um, even though Eddie Murphy's new Christmas movie, Candy Cane Lane, is considered stupid, bad, and it's given the re- best review, the worst reviews of all time of a Christmas movie, Eddie Murphy still breaks a prime uh, prime video record. Uh, Eddie Murphy came has received a low score of forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, continuing a street of disappointing film. Murphy's highest rated movie on on Rotten Tomatoes is Dolomite. Which with the ninety seven percent, but what it has won is that this is the number one spot on Prime Video in its first day, um, which has only been done one other time by a movie, and that was Coming to America. Yeah, by Eddie Murphy. We talked about that earlier, not knowing that would be the case in that one. Um, the script for Dune 3 is now finished. So, uh, Dune Messiah, which is based on Dune Messiah, um, is in the works. So, we're so going to get a Dune Part 3. Woo-woo. Okay, cool. I mean, I didn't think it'll fit all into the second one either. You know, knowing what's, what the deal is. David Ayer says, fuck all you guys. He wants to make a Scarface movie still. It's been 10 years since this was rumored. And he says, I created this. It's a rich and soulful journey. Uh, I, I know, I get it, but Scarface is, like, legendary. I don't think we need to remake Scarface. I mean, I know it's a remake. I don't think we need to remake it either. I think it's I think fine. You need to remake. I think you shut the fuck in. No. I think you need to remake Scarface. <laughs> I need to kill you. Uh, Chris's favorite toy is getting made into a movie. What's not your toy? Is it Furby? <laughs> That's right. American Girl Dolls. <laughs> yeah. Is getting a push by Paramount to be made from um, Lindy Anderson, Lindsay Anderson Beer, uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. It's weird. The okay. So then you make this like a horror film, right? Then you make it like Megan, but with American Girl Dolls, right? Right. Uh, it's like you have to. If you don't, then we're all going to die in the end, right? I'm just going to say she's probably no a Greta Gerwig. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> you're not a, you're not a whatever. I know where you live. Mm-hmm. I know where you live. Uncharted 2 is in the works. Uh, Wyatt Russell will never do any movie that is a uh, remix of any of his dad's movies. Die Hard has made over $21 million in the last two weeks in the box office. Uh, Kung Fu Panda has just hired everybody's favorite Oscar-winning man that just came back into the acting world, K. Hog Khan, and Viola Davis as well. But, Chris, I totally forgot about this, and I'm trying to get through all those because this is the one that matters. The Golden Globe nominations oh, yeah, yeah. have been out there. They're out there now. Mm-hmm. Who's leading the pack? Okay. Yes, and me. Who do you think is leading the pack? Uh, I'm going to say... No, I'm asking the other motherfucker doing a podcast with me. Yes, I'm asking you. Uh, sorry. <laughs> what the hell? I'm trying to figure out. Uh, it was uh, a Barbie Oppenheimer. One of those two, right? All right. So... <laughs> 
I'm looking at it, making sure I'm reading it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tied. They don't say the number, though. Tied is Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah. But Barbie should win them all, right? Fuck Oppenheimer. What did they have? Ooh, we can stand here and bitch about something. I think you need to calm down. <laughs> I think you need to calm down, bitch. All right. Uh, I think I think Greta Gredwood should win for Barbie for director. Uh, let's see. Best motion picture. Well, the thing, the the thing boy is, in the hair. Oppenheimer and Barbie are, are in separate categories. It's called Barbie Comedy. They're called Oppenheimer. Oh, uh, this is for director. For oh, director, director. For director. Best director uh-huh. should be Greta Gerwig. Uh, best motion picture animated. Oh, that's going to be a fight. It's between Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and the Super Mario Brothers. I don't, uh, I'm going to guess that I don't think that, I mean, Super Mario Brothers is okay, but it wasn't amazing. It's just a really. I've watched it like 10 times, dude. Uh, um, it's fucking that's, awesome. That's, I love that movie. Good peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> like, so uh, I'm going to be watching. I'm definitely going to be watching. Uh, poor, we're going to be watching poor things. And uh, I don't know. Oppenheimer's only competition in its fucking, in its category is Killers of the Flower Moon. For the for best drama? That and Past Lives. I saw, I, past I past past, I've seen Past Lives, but. Uh, this is just, it was in theaters. I had to watch it on, had to pay for money for it on Amazon. Oh, the holdovers got nominated. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I'm glad to see that. In the same category as Barbie, though, so that's a fake nomination. <laughs> no, the Golden Globes are kind of um, are kind of like 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 a joke almost because it's by the Hollywood Foreign Press, and so it's hard to like they they never follow. But it, again, it doesn't really fucking matter, you know. Like like the, the, it, here is. The here's the category I'm most upset by mm-hmm. because earlier in the year, if you would have said who's gonna win best original song and emotional picture, it would have been peaches, 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 peaches. Yeah. But I go out in the public eye, bro, and you know how many times on karaoke I've now heard. I'm just kin. I'm just kin. Like I hear that everywhere on karaoke, dude. Everywhere. So it's obviously going to be I'm just kin. Okay. Well, I mean, it might be. Also, might be. Uh... Oh wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Be- best cinematic and box office achievement. I oh. forgot this one existed. It's either going to be. Oh my god. Are you it's, fucking? Kidding? It's going to be Barbie, right? Or no. No, it's not. Are you gonna say it's Taylor Swift? <laughs> Fucking Taylor Swift is Why? in the category. Why do you think so? And she's gonna win everything, huh? Why do you think she's gonna win that? I, I thought I was like talking about like, how much money you made. Because it's Taylor Swift. You don't piss off the Swifties, bro. Well, and yeah. that's how you get her to show up. <laughs> I, I mean, but you think about like the biggest movie, Barbie, made the most money out of anything this year. You know. No, it didn't. Yeah, Barbie was number I one. I compared to the Swifties. Well, okay, well, I mean, the money made the box office was Barbie. All right. <laughs> but yeah. Man. <laughs> All right, let's... But yeah. Man, we'll, there's a lot. But anyway, but yeah, that's the news. Oh, oh, by the way... When does it come uh, on? The director of uh, Godzilla Minus One definitely wants to make a, a sequel. Well, All we, right, uh, let's move on. That was the movies don't suck and some news. I told Chris a bunch of stiff. He has to deal with it or he's going to die.
Alright. Uh, Godzilla minus one. Uh, starring this directed by Takashi Yamazaki, starring Minami Hamam. Oh God, Minami Hamami is Noriko. Uh, right. Oh God, Ranyo Suki Kamiki is Koichi. Uh, Sakura Ando as Sumiko Ata. Kurunosuke Sasaki is Yoji. Uh, Monaka Aoki as Sasaku. Dude, uh, Hayutaka as Kenji. Yuki Yamada as Shiro. You're the one that took Japanese, man. I, I didn't take Japanese. I went there. Um, but uh, uh, no, no, no. You took Japanese. We took Japanese. You will do the stuff. See, look, see right there. Oh, you found some pictures of me in Japan. Um, <laughs> uh, I still kind of had hair there. There's me. Oh, this is me in the tour gates in Mount um, Fushinari. And if you look at my back, that's all sweat, and that's me singing karaoke. And it probably. Anyway, continue, buddy. All right. Uh, so this uh, this stars um those people and also. <laughs> Yes, Ron, I forgot Zill minus one. Yeah. What's up, bud? Storyline. I'm trying. It's not loading yeah, yeah. up. Here we go. The world doesn't like us right now, Chris. But anyway, feeling as he has unfairly cheated death too many times, Shishka Shami. A surviving kamikaze pilot is attacked on Odo Island, along with many warplane engineers, by a gigantic monster. After the engineers die due to Shisemi failing to distract the monster, an overwhelming amount of guilt weighs on him, especially after a homeless woman and a baby move into his home. When he returns, Shishka Sashimi, now on a personal mission, teams up with a large group of veterans to finally take down the monster known as Godzilla. So this is not, guys, for you guys, this is the Japanese, the OG people making uh, Godzilla, because uh, uh, this is not Godzilla versus Kong, this is not Godzilla uh, here, this is Godzilla as he's meant to be seen out of Japan. Uh, and this is the first Japanese one since... Uh, Shin Godzilla in 2016, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. So, um, and if you guys don't know who Godzilla is, I don't know what's rocking Leonardo. He's the most majestic creature. It's Godzilla. Yeah. It's yeah. Godzilla. Sounds like this. Sounds like this. Uh, Godzilla. And, uh, and why didn't we, we should have Matt Nova on this one? Maybe he would be able to talk. But anyway. This uh, I saw this uh, this was number two at the box office this weekend or number Godzilla. Yeah, lots of them, lots of Godzillas. Uh, this Godzilla is fantastic. I love this movie. Chris, yeah. All year long, I've said it's going to take a lot, a lot, to knock Barbie. Out of the number one spot, out of my top ten. Wait, wait Godzilla's the number one movie this year. I have no idea, but this is the best Godzilla movie in oh. the existence of fucking Godzilla movie. This is yeah, this is the best Godzilla movie I've seen. Easy, <laughs> easy. No, no, I've seen them all. Mm-hmm. I've seen every all. Let me see. See if there's one. And by I've the way, the, the movie that you have on us for Dream Scenario, not this movie. <laughs> What? <laughs> the movie fact you have it right now is for Dream Scenario. Oh, sorry, I went the opposite way. Ari I'm Astrid. sorry, I, I clicked on Ari it. I was Astrid, going Nicholas towards King. my history. Sorry, my bad. Okay. There you go. 
it happens, people, especially when you drink while you're doing a podcast. So, but I, let me see how many of these I've not seen. Um, because I like the old school monster movies. Um, yeah, I've seen. I, if if I've not seen one of these, I'm stuck. But this is the thing that even the American fucking Godzilla movies has been trying to do but has not done it correctly. And I believe the same with most of the Japanese version of Godzilla movies that I've seen. All right. I did not care when Godzilla was not on the fucking picture. Yeah, yeah they really focused on the human element of this, and that's what really elevated it. This story is not... Okay, this story is a guy who's lucky he didn't die in three massive incidences. I'm not going to give examples enough because watch the movie. I mean, they all involve Godzilla, obviously. Yeah. And, and he survived those. And because of his um, PTSD of survivor's guilt mm-hmm. is what we're going through. Why watching this fucking movie and, um, me being a person that has had survivor's guilt over incidences mm-hmm. like um, being the you know the yeah, guy yeah. next to the dude that almost got yeah, murdered, yeah. you know, or, you know, the guy that was murdered next to me. I'm sorry. Um, like literally, this movie just got me right here in the heart, man. Like I felt for this whole family, all these people, and it wasn't cheesy. It wasn't like you know done like in the cheesiness where they're like. Oh, I am the professor. You know, like. <laughs> no, the, one of the things I really like about Godzilla itself, just the idea of Godzilla. So Godzilla came out in the fifties, and this is right after uh, Japan was half decimated by World War Two. And so, mm-hmm. uh, what, the, what it is, it disarmed Japan. Like there's disarmament. So the they had this Godzilla sort of represented the calamity that is there that you couldn't avoid. With you know, it's from the war torn nation, and then this thing comes, and they've been disarmed. So it's really about vulnerability, and so they really played on the fear of the Japanese people when Godzilla came out. Because fuck, we just kind of went through that, you know. And this movie does yeah. this movie. One, it talks about like where Japan is right after the the war was over. You know, it shows that because it takes place in 1945, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's. It's it's a way to see this, and the movie itself it's it's it plays on the human emotions. I I mean, squeeze the tear out of me at the end, you know, like oh, dude, no, by any means, yeah. it squeezed the tear out of me. I and it's a fucking Godzilla movie, <laughs> yeah. dude. I know I'm gonna go see a big rubber fucking lizard. I know what I'm gonna go see when I get Godzilla movies, and I was like, you know, I was there like in the mood like to see monster destruction. Yeah, but it was like they made me feel so much about the characters yeah, yeah. that it was insane that not only it, it wasn't just this great because one, let's just be honest, the physical look of Godzilla in this movie. Looking badass. He was looking awesome. Like it is a mixture of all of them put together and like it made it look scary but yet, like, not intimidating, I guess would be. I mean, yeah, yeah, intimidating, also, but, he, like. He also didn't much look like a T-Rex. He looked different. You know, like. Yeah, like, he, um, looked, he, he looked more like they combined everything. Yeah, like, like but, a straight fucking monster, yeah. Um, but, but, him 
Godzilla meant to me just as much as him, yeah. the main character, yeah. or him and her as the main yeah. characters, yeah. or or the the two of these guys <laughs> together. Like literally, <laughs> if you can't if you can't read the subtitles, I'm sorry. Maybe we'll have a dubbed one at some point. But literally, uh, no, um, the, the, I even there's have no struggle plan. sometimes. There's no plan for a dubbed one, which is fine by me. Like, like to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't care because I can do the subtitles just fine. But, I mean, like, look at this. The the CGI is so great. Look, it almost looks like he's a middle <laughs> man from – no, no, I'm just kidding. No, anyway, but <laughs> I showed another picture of Chris for everybody at home. Anyway, um, so uh, Godzilla is – it, it was just, man, I did not believe, I did not think I was going to like this movie that much. I thought I was going to go see it. It'd be a Godzilla movie, and I'd be like, all right, cool, Godzilla, yay. This is, uh, of all the Godzilla movies I've seen, this is easily the best. Um, it has to be the best Godzilla movie I've ever seen. I And I love Godzilla 2014, King of the Mon- the King of the Monsters, and Godzilla vs. Kong. I love that series with Brian Cranston. Um, uh, Amelia Bobby Brown and uh, who else is in that series? Uh, I'm missing some names. Oh, Brian Terry, um, Brian Terry Hanson, and right, Brian Terry, and um, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the, the the lady from uh, who played Norma Bates. Uh, I can't remember her name okay. right now, but um, but like, I mean, uh, seriously, this I I I I cannot give you. It is the highest. There is only there's two Godzilla movies rated higher than this. What are those? One is called Godzilla. Where's that? I saw it's it's a perfect hundred percent too. Though. <laughs> wow. Nineteen ninety five Godzilla versus Destroya. Okay. And that's the only one. Oh no no yeah the other one was three percent less. And that's the original Godzilla. But like. Uh, this one's at a 97%. Like, literally, people love this fucking movie. This is not going anywhere. If you get a chance, guys, get out to this theater. Get out to see this movie. Oh, yeah, they, 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 I, they did a length on the American theaters. They decided to keep that longer because it's a movie that people won't want to see. And I got, got me nearly had a chance to see this for the theaters because... You're not gonna see a better monster movie this year. You're not. No, I don't. I, I don't think. Look, look, Godzilla! <laughs> like, oh my god! Godzilla! Oh, Godzilla! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you guys, uh, you're not gonna see a better monster movie this year. Also, it's a pretty human story. They really focus on that to make it makes to make it better. Honestly, that's what it did. Is it made it better? It made it made you care about the people that are being destroyed in this. It made you feel. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, in this new Godzilla movie, it's not about uh, just the main creature of Godzilla. It, You know what? I know what it reminds me of now. Oh, my God, it just blinked in my head. It was like Jaws. Okay, yeah. yeah. In fact, I think I heard that the director was influenced by Jaws when making this movie. That makes perfect sense yeah. because, like, you see Godzilla the, the, what, three times or whatever when he attacks or whatever, but it was the fear of Godzilla, like the fear of Jaws, mm-hmm. yeah. that makes it like, oh, is that Godzilla over there? Or is that just, like, a dolphin swimming? 
dolphin swimming. I heard a lot of people going in. I had a friend who went to see this, and he's like, yeah, all I want to see is Godzilla destroy shit. And after that, he's like, you know, I don't really care that he wasn't in it for as long as I wanted. <laughs> you know, like after we walked out? Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, like, but I mean, he destroys shit. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. He's there. And, he, and like, uh, I mean, he's just like, hey, I'm here, bro. I'm just going to walk through this building. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why he's walking through that building, but he's just like, I'm here, bro. Gonna walk through that building. And, like, the way, the creative way of how to destroy the creature. Oh, like, oh, I, yeah. I mean, like, literally, I, this is, if this is not in my top 10 this year, I, I don't know what will be. Cause, like, seriously, this might knock some movies out. Like, I haven't done my top 10 yet. Yeah. I have a premiere. I'll the week coming up to it. Cause it makes me. Yeah. Because all the work I normally have to put in this, I don't have to put into this, yeah. you know, with all the facts and everything. Yeah. So I'll just sit there and review and be like, hmm. I have a preliminary hmm. top 10, but I know it's going to change by the time that we, that we get this month's up because we got like, I must be not, not, not really. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, went, I meant to go up. Um, I don't have to be really. Uh, but uh, no, this, <clears throat> this movie really it hit the mark. It hit it, hit it on the nose of why Godzilla <clears throat> is important and why. There's still stories to be told with Godzilla and how Godzilla should be made. Like the remake should be made. Like this is this is why Godzilla is an icon. Yeah. And on that note, let's do read some quotes. So I got some quotes. <laughs> I know how to write down even though they're in subtitles. Uh, <laughs> like, here we go. I'm amazed you could land that bucket of bolts. It really made me, when they saw I was like, that reminds me of something like from like Star Wars, you know? Um, why obey a command that, that says die honorably when the outcome is already predetermined? What the hell is that? It's Godzilla! Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I just figure automatically if anybody says it's Godzilla, you gotta <laughs> be on top of it, man. All right, well, all right. How are you? How is this possible that you're alive when you're a kamikaze pilot? Are you crazy? You already summon danger and fear. Fate has brought us together as a family. If this is the same Godzilla as I saw, it has grown much bigger. You said Godzilla, so I was about to be like, sorry. At the end okay. Of it, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. If this is the same Godzilla I saw, it has grown much bigger and powerful. <laughs> What if I'm really what if I'm really dead already and I'm just standing here acting like I'm not dead? Is that Godzilla? <laughs> we will kill it with the power of the sea. Why are why am I always the one drawing the short straw? The war isn't over for you either. They're happy that it's time they will make a difference. Not being in war is something to be proud of. Believe me. I will stop 
Godzilla! No matter what. <laughs> Godzilla! Let's really take off. <laughs> Can your war finally be over? And that's it. That's okay. all I got. So, um, which one is this? This is one of my favorite movies of the year, bro. I gotta give it at least a 4.6. This is <laughs> like literally, I cannot. Like, this movie made me feel during a Godzilla movie. That's, that's, a, that's a high fee for you. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know how it made me care. Because, like, my whole life, I, like, I'm like, rubber, rubber monster movie. Yay. I'm happy. I'm happy it's tearing up shit. Yeah. But my thing is get stoned and watch the rubber monster tear up a city. <laughs> like it's like when you watch Mighty Morphin. It's like when you watch Mighty Morphin uh, Power Rangers when you're a kid. All you did is sit there and ate sugary cereal, smoked a blunt, and fucking watch the show. And like, you know? Yeah. So, so um, four point six has to give me four. Yeah. I have to give it four. So four point two for me. Uh, like a, I liked it a lot. I liked it really a lot. But um, again, this. I don't know, man. It's just, it was. I liked it a lot. It's a good movie. I know. I think they did everything perfect. Yeah, yeah. This was, there was nothing wrong with it. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I think I was like, like I I wanna, I, what, what do I, what do I cut apart? Yeah. Oh, you made the monster too realistic yeah. looking. Oh, you gave his superpower that he had in like all the old movies, and now it looks cool the way you made his superpower happen. Um, the acting in it sucked. No, it didn't. None of that. Happened. It was all kick ass shit. This was, I I cannot like literally. If I still own a DVD collection, if that was my DVD collection of old Godzilla. This movie would be like right there and be in the top shelf of the movies I watched the most. The best Godzilla movie I've seen. Easy, one hundred percent. Like better than easy by far. And so basically, from both of us guys, literally go out catch Godzilla. If you don't catch Godzilla in the theater. At least go to someone's house that has like surround sound. <laughs> yeah. Like it has to be, it has to have that. It has to have that theater. Feel. That rumble. All right. Yeah. Um, around to me is like, calm. What's the on score for Godzilla minus one? By critics or people? This is audience first. 93%. 98%. Audience says an instant classic addition to the franchise. Godzilla minus one has terrific special effects and a really entertaining story to match. Okay, what is the crew score for Godzilla minus one? 97%. Hey, you got it. 97, yeah. Yeah! yeah. Uh, Woo! It says... I got one, I got one, I got one. Boons, 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 boons. Yeah, get it, get it, get it, get it, so, get it. Get it. Anyway, with engaging human stories anchoring the action, Godzilla minus one is one kaiju movie that remains truly compelling between the scenes of mass destruction. So I'm going to read a bad review and a good review. I'm surprised there are any bad reviews. This is from, uh, this is from uh, Adam Owinger, as Adam does movies on YouTube, whatever. Uh, the story of superior visuals and sound are at odds with the terribly paced story and the downright boring characters. All just feel so underwhelming, whatever. And this is from, uh, this is from Leslie Philippine of The Guardian. She says, puts the trauma of history at the very center of the story, ultimately crafting a story about human beings, human, humans being... Oh, sorry. It puts the trauma at the center. Oh, sorry, over so I can cut it out. 
It puts the trauma of history at the very center of the story, ultimately crafting a story about human beings pulling together to heal and defeat inexplicable forces of destruction. So, yeah, this movie, like we said, it's not just a Godzilla movie. It's so much more. So go out and see this. It's in theaters for however long, and if you miss it in theaters, when you watch it, go to a place where you can truly appreciate the power of... This is like one of those movies you got to crank to 11 when oh, you watch it. Oh, yeah, for sure. By any means, like, this is one of the best, like, movies that have been around in a long time. And, man, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how I'm not going to put this in my top five. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how. Okay. I don't know. Like, if I don't, then you're just going to have to be, be crazy with me on it. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. You're going to have to get crazy. crazy. To go there and just- Part, I can't uh, wait to see what I can't wait to see what Mark has to say about that shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Mark, guys, if he even likes us anymore. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, no, we're seeing. So guys, we're doing the end of the year episode on the tenth of January at six thirty. So make sure you're here for that. But next week, you and the Angle Neo actually in Wonka and leave the world behind. And, you know, so I mean, like. Like, when we talk to Mark, am I not supposed to bring up he hasn't invited me back for any wrestling things whatsoever? Just leave it alone, dude. He's our friend. Okay. Can I stab him in the kidney? No. How long does he teach the Florida? Because that's where he's at. Um, I actually have an invitation to go to Florida, to Tampa Bay, uh, three weeks after WrestleMania to go see, uh, like 500 bands or something like that. Like, I don't know how many bands it is. I'll talk about it out. I'll talk about it off the air. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, you can find us online. We don't suck that net. We're facebook.com slash news on some podcast. We're w2innet.com. That's number, uh, w is in, uh, w2 is in number two in movies net. Oh, sorry. W2innet. Dot com, we're there, along with a bunch of other podcasts, including Mark's other ones. We're also on um, Patreon, Patreon Consoles, Movies Don't Suck. We're on Instagram, NTS Podcast, we're on Exit, NTS Podcast. We're also uh, on Bonfire, go to Bonfire Consoles, Movies Don't Suck, and some of the Neil Fire shit there, along with a bunch of other stuff. And where do you find podcasts on Movies Don't Suck and some they do? Neil, what do you do for small businesses? If you got a small business, just let us know. Tell us, email us, come up to us in person, uh, give a uh, Chris, uh, you know, wet Willie in his ear. Please don't fucking do that. Don't fucking do that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, let us know. We'll be more than happy to promote you in front of our millions of listeners or thousands of downloaders right here on Movies Don't Suck and Some to Do. Chris, let's get out of here. That's a new episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how hard you try, remember, you can be the dream scenario out in the living room. But when you're in the bedroom, be a Godzilla. Have a good night.